This is Divine Mind Talks, or DMT, with me, Morgan Haig, a.k.a. Trinity, and your girl, Jessica Ortiz, a.k.a. Luna Inier. Welcome to the real reality, the higher plane, the divine mind. Like my favorite images are the ones where someone who isn't supposed to be there, who's like in a space, a space where we were not ever welcomed in, where we were not invited, yet we walk in and we show all the way up. People try to put us down by saying, she's doing the most, or he's way too much. But like, why would we want to do the least? I love that so much. It's so powerful. Why would we want to do the least? Exactly. Like, why is it such a bad thing to be doing the most? Uh, Shaman Durek says, be full of yourself. And, you know, you and I were just talking about this earlier today, being selfish, like how selfish has a negative connotation. And it's like, no, bitch, I'm being selfish for myself because I got <laughs> a lot of shit I got to do and it's nothing personal. Yeah. And it's really about honoring my boundaries and the fact that, since we're talking about relationships, I am in a relationship with myself. Yeah. And that is the number one most important relationship that I need to check in on. Because then everything stems from that. So why the fuck would we want to do the least? Yeah. And why would I want to do the least for myself? You know, because absolutely you're right. Like, our <laughs> the most important relationship in our lives is the one that we have with ourselves. And, like, a lot of people put themselves on a back burner because they want to be doing the most for other people. But really, what you're doing is your cup is not full, and you're trying to fill someone else's cup. Well, how are you going to do that when you don't have anything to really, truly give? I don't know about you, but if you were to offer me some of your water and, like, you only have a, a droplet or two, I'd be like, you know what? I'm good. You, you, you keep that. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that being selfish, we need to flip the script on that word and, and the meaning of that word because we should really be caring for ourselves the most at this point because I, I'm going to say every episode and every time I talk about this shit is like, the world is not going to get better until you get better. Ooh! Just bottom line. And maybe I do need that reminder all the time. Maybe you need that reminder all the time, but it you literally have to like you have to be selfish and take care of yourself first because like you're literally going to be incomplete walking around only attracting other incomplete people because like you're not going to be on the level of attracting people who are abundant yeah abundant and giving you things you know because you're probably not reciprocating because in that relationship you're the one that's taking mm -hmm. because you can't give anything so, I mean, even if you do have someone in your life that, like, is super inspiring and, like, uplifting to you, like, check in with yourself that you're not being, like, a fucking energy vampire and just, like, siphoning off their energy. Because I've been that person before. You know, I've clung to people um, simply because, like, I wasn't willing to put in the work on myself. And just being around those people was, like, a distraction. Or, you know, I, I was using a part of them to fill me up. But, like, that doesn't work. It's not sustainable. Not sustainable. 
I've been meditating with the question lately, who am I when no one is around? Because, you know, when we're with our people, like our, you know, we have all of our masks in place. And so lately I've been asking myself, um, who am I when no one is around? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. And um, I just, you know, it's kind of a scary thing to check in with yourself because sometimes you're not ready for the truth. But, you know, what sucks more is when you know the truth and you keep ignoring it and then just things keep perpetuating or you keep repeating the harmful cycle and you know this is a really good time to really be clear and be Mm -hmm. courageous and just honest yeah definitely which is totally in line with the full moon on september 24th full moon in aries and Aries is like the fire warrior. So like when I think fire, I think like it just like it ignites, it initiates. It's definitely like a an explosive type of energy. Fire is really powerful um, to me. And I feel like this is like the universe is no longer catering to you, continually nursing your wounds in a half-assed manner. <laughs> It's like you have to take ownership of yourself and the relationships you're having with other people and how you're operating within those, you know, relationships you're having, you know, with yourself. Um, And it's just like this full moon energy is just going to be a really great time to really understand what you're looking for, what you're looking for in relationships. It's a really good time to speak up. Aries is going to give you that courage. But also Saturn is energy is going to be super fucking heavy. And Saturn basically just wants you to ask, what am I learning in this challenging moment? And like, that's a really powerful tool to take from this full moon on through the rest of your existence. Because if we can view shitty things or unforeseen, unforeseen circumstances that happen to us in a way of like, what am I going to learn from this? What am I learning from this? What lesson am I actively taking away from this? Because there's always something. Always. And for the people out there that, you know, I know some people that can only seem to, like, focus and perpetuate the what-ifs. Mm-hmm. Like, out of all the things and scenarios that you can visualize, pick the most positive ones. Because ultimately, you know, we talk about the law of attraction, but stepping away from the woo-woo spiritual mystical aspect of the law of attraction if you're curious what it is in layman's terms it's the self-fulfilling prophecy so the self-fulfilling prophecy is very very real you know you get these expectations and you pretty much act as if you know and i know that all of us can you know kind of sit back and like just be like how has that manifested in my life whether it was with trying to approach a person on like on a date or preparing for an exam of some sort job interview um have you know wanting to have a very hard conversation with somebody you don't know how to go about it you don't know what to expect however what you do have are these negative expectations about the outcome and you focus so heavily on those that you can't help but manifest that so in asking yourself what am i learning in this moment what am i learning in this relationship you know at any given moment you can step back audit and revise yeah Um, totally you don't have to just run with a thought and be like well it is what it is you can immediately cut that line of thinking out 
in that moment and be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, you, you have the option. And to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, um, the, the least woo-woo thing that I can offer you about my beliefs is if you agree that your thoughts and your words affect your mood and you agree that only you are responsible for your life, then why wouldn't you take the opportunity to examine the shit you're doing? It doesn't have to be spiritual. It doesn't have to be like you buy a bunch of crystals and like bathe in salt. You know, it's just like, it's just really being aware of yourself and how you're interacting with people and how you're interacting with yourself and, you know, what kind of thoughts and and words you're putting out there because I'm just, this is like the basic tenet of everything that I stand for is that you, you're literally actively creating everything around you that comes to you in your life and so you need to speak kindly about it absolutely and like as a creator you know we talk about being you know we talk about god being the creator well if we are created from the creator doesn't that make us creators as well yeah so you know going off of that it's like people are not going to spell things out for you like you just have to make a decision that you've had enough with the toxic relationships whether that be with yourself you know just negative self-dialogue or just cutting people out you know or just just realizing that you don't owe anyone anything Mm. and nobody owes you anything Mm -hmm. so like if you decide that this relationship or this job or whatever this opportunity isn't really in alignment with you know or maybe you don't know what it is that you want maybe you've never been in a relationship and you know you're like well I don't even know what step to take and it's you know for me it's it's definitely all about the process mm. process of elimination N- not that but just kind of like you know your parents were the first two teachers that really taught you about what love looks like and you know for many of us I mean if you grew up in a very loving home with conscientious parents and things like that that's beautiful and that's amazing but I know for a lot of us were raised in a very dysfunctional, very drum, like drama-ridden, you know, environment. Mm-hmm. And so you start basing your reality off of what you see and which isn't necessarily a bad thing, it's just contrast. Yeah. You know, and Abraham Hicks really talks about that, you know, all the perceived bad things don't have to be seen in that light. You just have to build awareness and be like oh so that's what contrast is because that's not what i want right so it's like when people come to you and they're acting awful and they're acting a fool instead of like reacting to that and just being like fuck you fuck this you know maybe take a moment and be like why is this person in my sphere what do i have to learn from them what are they maybe reflecting within me or what do they have that I want to embody and it's like I was telling you earlier just about like a situation I had and like I spoke negatively on someone and they're a really kind person and I had to take the moment and look within myself and be like why are you why are you thinking about this person in this way? They have been nothing but nice to you and you know that they have a good heart. So it's like, why do you need to talk down on them? And it's, and it was just simply like, because there's probably something in them that I was jealous about that I didn't have. But it's like, you know, I don't, I can let go of that now because I acknowledge it and I'm like, oh, like, 
oh, whatever, like, and I like them, and I think they're great, and I moved on with my life, and now I'm focusing on other things, but it's like, don't limit yourself by the way that you are interacting with people, because if you're talking down on someone, I mean, you, it can be a, a thing that will help you examine yourself if you allow it to be, or it can just be something that you do that's a negative thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's really beautiful, though, for you to kind of take a step moment and be like, well, how am I contributing to this? Because ultimately, something that I've learned now as well is that, and you know, sometimes I feel guilty, like I really do my best not to gossip. I really try not to feed into that energy because it's just not good energy. Mm. Um, and so when I do catch myself slipping, you know, I remember to just walk away from that, you know, or just stop talking. Yeah. It's like, you really don't, like, you can you can say like maybe we shouldn't be talking about this but people are going to find a reason and they're going to find a way to bring out negativity yeah because misery loves company so what you can do in that moment is realize that 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 those are not your people and that is not your situation and more furthermore like at the end at the very core who are you your love and your light Mm -hmm. and so don't get me wrong like i'm not saying that i have that dialed in all the time but in those moments where you're like hmm maybe I need to take a step back yeah and I mean it can totally be helpful interacting someone you think negatively about them but then observing that and then like applying whatever you learn from that absolutely like everything is totally an opportunity and I'm like really learning to accept that reality because I can still be hard on myself when I feel like I'm not doing the things I should be doing, which should is an awful word anyway. Like, no one should be doing anything. We're all perfect, whole, and complete, exactly how we are. And there's nothing that we have to do. But, I mean, we can all love ourselves a little bit more, and there's always room for growth. Mm -hmm. And that's just up to you to take the opportunity upon yourself because they're constantly presenting themselves. And sometimes it feels like it's packaged in, like, an awful way, and it's like, oh, my God. But this lesson that's delivered that feels horrible could really be of value to you and it could really shape your life and and guide you you know towards beautiful wonderful things that you would have not appreciated or found otherwise and this might sound super like cheesy cliche maybe counterintuitive i really don't know what it sounds like but you know i remember reading a, a quote somewhere about like the bigger the pain or the bigger the mess the bigger the lesson Mm. or insight you Mm -hmm. know and because it it requires a lot of soul searching a lot of digging and a lot of like accepting and acknowledging and then releasing and you know this is like this is so on point just because this really resonates with me personally like today and yesterday have been such a fiery like just go 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 yeah um and you know just to kind of give you guys a little background and context like I went to school and I got a degree in human communication studies because I grew up in a household where you know I had adults and it wasn't just my parents this was all of the adults that I was seeing nobody really knew how to command respect in a way that's not egotistical but more like I'm confident in my ability to establish and maintain my boundaries and you know I grew up learning sloppy boundaries I grew up in an explosively angry environment and you know I've learned a lot 
I, I definitely, like, in all of those, when it was time for me to decide what I wanted to learn in school for real, for real, not because I just was in fucking high school, I was like, I want to learn how to communicate. I really want to learn how to articulate myself because yeah. that is my superpower. Definitely. And, yeah. It, but here's the funny thing. Whenever it comes to my parents, my God, I turn into a two-year-old. I start blubbering and, like, I just can't, I can't even think like logically anymore and everything just eludes me and you know long story short I'm traveling at the end of the year I'm going to Mexico with my dad and I haven't traveled outside the state in like over gosh probably like three years now so I haven't had a need for my passports and anyways in, in me, like, making my, my rounds and doing everything that I need to on my checkoff list to get everything in preparation for my travel plans, I realized that I couldn't find my passports. And then yesterday, I realized I could also not find my birth certificate. So um, I had already been butting heads with my dad, and it was just very emotionally distressing, especially because the week prior, I had received a phone call where my parents let me know that they were very upset with me because of my lack of, like, checking in and stuff and you know as we go about our daily interactions again it's sometimes it's easier said than done but if we can just really embrace um not um taking things personal we just save ourselves a lot of stress now like i said i don't have everything dialed in all of the time but yesterday was truly like a moment where i really just needed to allow my inner child to come out like holding in your emotions and resisting it just it doesn't do you any good have you ever put like a water bottle or like some type of container with liquid inside of the freezer and forgotten about it and yeah, then you open it and that shit's exploded <laughs> messy fucking all over the place yeah don't be like that yeah you know and that's what i was doing yesterday and so i was like really frustrated i like, tore up my whole house trying to look for these documents and then I finally came to the acknowledgement and the acceptance that maybe I did lose them, which prompted all these other feelings and like my inner child just really needed to be protected and just reminded that everything was going to be okay. And, um, and I, I kind of like allowed myself to just feel and cry it out a little bit. And then I made a plan about what I was going to do for the remainder of the day and what I needed to do tomorrow, which is today. Yeah. And so today I like woke up and I like just the feelings from yesterday carried over into today. I woke up in so much pain this morning. I like I literally felt like I was eighty something years old. I was like, just, it, like holding in that bullshit. Yeah, and so <laughs> in I your body, I was like, I need to, I need to meditate. I need to kind of like let go. I meditated, and I still felt wobbly. So I did some yoga. And after that hour of just like deep stretching and breathing, Mm -hmm. I wasn't even thinking about anything. Right. Which is what I really love about yoga. I remember hearing this one time, like when you're on your yoga mat, that's your arena. That's where you go beat up your challenges or whatever. And you really face them and you like come to terms to them and then you let them go, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so like my day, my day carried out and like I knew I needed to have this important conversation with my dad. And I wasn't looking forward to it because I had the self-fulfilling prophecy of these expectations of how our previous conversations were going. And I remember thinking like, man, why can't we just have a conversation where we're not yelling at each other or we lose our shit or whatever? But that's just kind of the people that we have been in the past. It doesn't have to be that today in this Mm -hmm. moment. And so I remember 
I've been having a lot of like aha moments while I've been on the toilet. <laughs> so I was like sitting there as I was peeing, releasing, and I was just like, okay, I give up, I give in, I surrender, I accept. And I just accepted the fact that like, although I didn't consider it a mistake to misplace my documents, it was something that happened. I wouldn't say that I'm at fault, but it's just... It is what it is, and I'm gonna do the best that I can. And I ended up having a conversation with my dad, and like completely different from what I expected. And like everything was chill, we didn't talk that long, and then everything was taken care of. Yeah. But as we were listening to, um, you know, the Harvest New Moon, um, everything about like bringing things into initiation with like Aries you know being that warrior yeah um then the Libra like having to balance it's like balancing your emotions is so important like giving yourself that opportunity to mourn to cry to express to release that which needs to be released it's obviously happening and bubbling for a reason yeah just let it bubble and let it like cool off and fizz totally and um you know what do we what do we need to let go of and what do we need to speak up about yeah and so in that moment i just learned that i was complicating things way too much so so you just let go of that expectation of the response you're gonna get absolutely yeah and i really love this full moon because it's really shining a light on what we need to take initiative on and it's really us just being tapped into our intuition and like everyone is tapped into your intuition all it is is that it's that little voice that tells you to not watch tv this time and go read that book everyone experiences that like we are all just innately intuitive and so the more and more you listen to that voice the more prominent it becomes and the more it's like it's like clearer it's like a radio transmission and it's just like you're like getting better signal like the more you honor that Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important because you know what you need to work on and like just because you need to work on something does not make you any less than a wonderful amazing being but we all have things to work on that's why we're here on earth we're here to to work through things and learn and level up and just be amazing and really live in joy and um you know what you need to work on (laughs) basically and just harness this full moon energy september 24th you know really to just ignite that fire within yourself and give yourself the energy to carry out the changes that you need like it will give you that motivation it will give you that inspiration and then as you initiate that i think the challenge in all of this with yourself and with other people like if you're having any challenges or issues or like again you know that you need to talk to somebody about something and it's kind of a a heavy conversation Find a way to say it without blaming yourself yeah. and the other person. So I think the whole aspect of a relationship is, is it real or is it not? Because sometimes we get into relationships because out of fear or because we need security or whatever. And when you put your happiness in the hands or your security or whatever outside of you, it's just, it makes the relationship unstable. Because now you've given your power away. Power. What do you mean when you're saying a real relationship? Like, what does real mean to you? A real relationship to me is that you're willing to discuss the hard things. You're willing to admit when you're wrong. I really 
value honesty. I really value connecting about our past and what, you know, what our shadow side is because I need to know what I'm working with within myself and within the other person so that when shit does hit the fan, that's not going to necessarily make or break the relationship because we all have a, a shadow side. So it's, yeah. it's like the willingness to bring that out into the light together and actively work through that together, you know? And that takes time, it yeah. takes vulnerability. So that's what I mean by a real relationship. You know, another major thing um, is boundaries. Super important. Yeah, and it's like, um, you know, my, my stepdad is like pretty negative and he just likes to complain and that's his thing um and it doesn't like feed me in any way doesn't make me feel good and so I'll just kind of like gray rock it and just like not like feed into it at all and like so that's been a really helpful thing is like I'm just I'm not going to feed into negativity because I've set that boundary with myself like I don't need to like and frankly I don't have to listen to it even I ignore it a lot of the times but you know, it's just like, what are you going to need out of the relationship? Like, what is going to work for you? What are you not willing to tolerate? And that's what the boundaries are, you know, are most important for. It's like, what is going to make me feel bad to the point of like, I don't want to participate in this relationship anymore. And where do I draw the line at that? And even that is like, that's a process that, that you know, for you to kind of like come to this decision and be like okay I'm not gonna tolerate that anymore and that takes courage because it's like I can't you know it's just speaking for myself like I've definitely felt um that as a Mexican like my family is just really involved in my business and I understand the intentions but again it's with the communication like you know, in the previous podcast episodes, we talked about how other people, you know, the expectation of how you want other people to be with you might not be the reality because if they've never been given that or never been shown that, they cannot possibly give you that, which they have not been taught right? or actively working towards. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, this full moon has definitely brought in so many things into the light for me, or sorry, this new moon, and we're about to go into the full moon full moon and you know i realized that for somebody who likes to think of herself who's able to articulate and express and communicate i realized and it was brought into the light under these recent circumstances that maybe i'm not being as courageous and i'm not setting my boundaries like i need to and one of the things that is really important about boundaries is the whole thing about respect like once and, and, you know, it's funny, I would say that these go together hand-in-hand, hand, um, boundaries and agreements, like, just talking to the person and, you know, kind of talking about what it is that you need and what it is that you're expecting. I just want to, really quick, I just want to cut in there. Boundaries you don't have to agree on with anyone. Those are your own. And for that... I meant like when you are in a partner, like earlier we were talking about like just the tedious type of conversations when you're talking with your partner, like, you know, who does the dishes more or like whatever. That's what I meant, like agreements. Earlier I had used the word rules. And so, 
like a good word for not rules because some, sometimes that the word rules it just it doesn't feel right it feels very limited it implies rigidity mm-hmm. and like it feels unnatural <laughs> and an agreement is you're you're agreeing to something both parties so boundaries is like boundaries that you have for yourself and for you know those are like non-negotiables in your life mm-hmm. you know like i am gonna do this or i'm not gonna do this and if somebody crosses that line i know that my boundary has been breached but an agreement is more of like when you are in a partnership, whether romantic or platonic, it's like, okay, what what are we agreeing to necessarily? Yeah. What do we want to bring to the table? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that I love that you said that, bring to the table. Because certainly the people that we want in our lives in any type of relationship is we all have something to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I really love the idea of using the words mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, that's what we should all have. like it should be it should be equal and mutually beneficial like we should all be gassing each other up Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting because i'm i'm in a relationship we've been together for a year now and this is the only person i've ever had like you know like kind of like sit me down before like when we were talking about like you know do we want to like actually like really commit and like be in a relationship he was like this is what i'm looking for out of our relationship and like you know listed it out for me and it was just like i was like whoa dang like that's pretty awesome i've never experienced that before and that's like a totally valid thing especially when you're the person that you're with or the people your partners um you know they take a lot of your time there's gonna be many times in your relationship um where you have an opportunity to again revisit ask questions, take inventory, and just be like, am I happy with this person? Am I the best me with this person? Are we the best for one another? And there's nothing wrong if your answer is no. Yeah, and this applies to all your relationships, not just your romantic. Mm -hmm. Like, we are always allowed to step back and, and take a moment and examine, is this relationship still serving me? And that kind of plays into the word selfish because it it's not necessarily like self-centered thinking that it's just like i i know what i want for myself and my life and is this person you know can i love them up close or do i have to love them from afar and not give them as much as my time um, as much of my time because maybe being around them makes me revert into this way i don't like and or you know i find myself saying negative things you know when i'm with this person and it's like do i really want to do that and you can still love and appreciate and care for the person, but you cannot be totally available for them in that way anymore if you don't want to feed that side of yourself. Absolutely. And then also, it's just like, if you find yourself going from one relationship to the other relationship to the other relationship, just know that whatever happened at each previous relationship, you're only adding to your baggage and bringing that along to the next relationship until you can become aware of what it is in you that's attracting the relationships, of what it is that you actually want. You literally have to be honest with yourself. If you do not want that, if you come across somebody who's displaying that, you have the right to say no. Thank you, but no thank you. Yeah. And, you know, and at any given point, you're allowed to change your mind, whether you're single and in a relationship or married and have been married for x amount of years like at any one point if you decide that 
maybe when you got into the relationship you were at a different point in your life but now you're also at a different point in your life it's okay to be honest with yourself what's not okay is being in a relationship just to put on a mask just to put on a face and just so people won't talk meaning like your family members or your friends or whatever because at the end of the day those people are not lying in bed with you so don't let other people what about the person that is oh my god and and i mean it's so crazy because i remember it so here's something to really help you guys um it's called love languages if you guys haven't heard about that um i think the gentleman's name is Gottman. i don't remember his first name but i learned about this guy in my um, interpersonal conflict class so in our interpersonal conflict class we pretty much learn about how we deal with conflict um and that's how we we learn from like our parents you know and it was really interesting because in our class we broke apart into smaller groups and like some people whenever there was like somebody like let's say there was multiple siblings and somebody did something really bad they would have like a house meeting and they would write out contracts or like it was like serious other people they didn't have none of that they're just smacking each other and yelling at each other but it's just like really interesting to shine light on how it is that you grew up in your in your household and just be like well how did my parents how did i interact with conflict mm-hmm. am i the you know were you raised in a household where you're encouraged not to talk about what happened you know what happens in this family stays in this family so maybe you feel like you have no one to turn to i just want to let you know that no matter how bad a situation is no matter how toxic or whatever you're not alone in your struggles just know that there are other people like you and some of those people make that decision to walk away you can make that decision too yeah and I, and I understand that it can be hard to leave behind um, relationships because we put a lot of ourselves into them. Mm-hmm. And nothing is a waste. It's, I've found myself, you know, when I was younger and, like, you know, dating some dumbass guys, um, you know, the relationship would end and be like, oh, I wasted, like, all that time with them. And it wasn't a waste. I learned so much about myself through you know, spending time with them. And I'm grateful for all those relationships because I'm in a really, really great one right now. And I've learned so much from the other ones and it's really prepared me um, and shown me what I want. Yeah. And that's that really echoes throughout my friendships. You know, I really wanted to be around like inspiring people who just want to better themselves and more and more every day I just encounter these types of people and it's just so beautiful and a blessing and it's like you you always have the choice everything is a choice and you can choose who you attract and again I basically attracted that because I was like I sat down with myself and I was like what do I want out of a friend who do I want to hang out with? Like, what can, what does that person look like? You know, what what do they what do they do? What are they into? And as you start asking those questions and getting more clarity and understanding about what you want, start embodying that yourself. Hmm. You know, because it just it's nice for you to think all those things, but then if you stay the same, it's like you're gonna get again get those wishy-washy results yeah if you're not putting in the work Mm -hmm. i mean you can say i want this all day long but there has to be a point where you put in action because you're you are what you attract so if you want to attract those type of relationships 
know that they are out there, that they exist, and know that they're that they are available to you. You just now have to be in that vortex where you're your vibration your vibrational match you have to be an image of a lighthouse popped in my head just now yeah you have to be that lighthouse yeah i'm just like imagining a lighthouse like on the edge of like a cliff and like just the light shining in the dark i just also want to really highlight um whatever happened with like your parents and your childhood just know that you have that choice to continue those same cycles or not you don't like me personally speaking i witnessed my dad and my mom do things to one another that i would never wish my partner to do to me and then just like this is what i mean like your parents are your greatest teachers because i remember there was times when my dad and my stepmom would be arguing or even my dad like i never said i mean i never said anything while my dad and my mom would argue but i remember one time i just got so sick of my dad and my stepmom arguing i remember i looked at them i was like thank you for teaching me what not to do in my relationship and they looked at me and they got so pissed how old were you I was like 15. That's funny. I was totally the same way. Cheeky as fuck. I, my dad's family, they're just very, they need a lot of help. And I used to act just like them. And then I was like, holy shit, this is not the way to be. I do not want to live like this. This is nuts. And so I decided to use how they act and what rubbed off on me, like as fuel to really create changes and it was really kind of like a blueprint for what I didn't want <laughs> you know yeah and, and instead of focusing on well I don't want this I don't want this I don't want this I was like I see that this didn't work for me and this is what I want so if you're trying to envision what you do want focus on what you want not what you don't want because you're still holding yourself in that place of like this thing you're focusing your attention on that so definitely if you're trying to attract new relationships into your life focus on the positive beautiful things about the people you're about to meet yeah what's that gonna feel like how how tender are there gonna be those moments where you're able to stare each other in, in each other's eyes and just be like i'm here for you i see you yeah you know and that's and again just because you know, you might have had relationships that didn't go as maybe you had hoped or whatever. Bless them and let them go because something better is on its way. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's so important because I definitely have struggled in the past with letting go of relationships. And sometimes I just can just cut people off, you know, like that. And then other times I'm just like totally devastated. And lovingly letting things go has been such a valuable tool for me. Because it's like, I don't have to resent you because I, first of all, I know I learned something from this. And at one point we did have like warm feelings towards each other. And so I can acknowledge that and acknowledge that there's a part of me that loves you and appreciates you. And now I thank you for all the things you taught me. And I lovingly let this shit go. One of the worst things that I did after my initial first breakup, because I didn't know any better, was that I blamed myself. I'm like, what could I have done? And it's like, that person wasn't ready to be part of my life, and I wasn't ready to be part of their life. You just weren't. Yeah. You weren't meant to, you just weren't meant to be. Yeah. yeah. And that's totally okay, because I'm in a much better situation, a much better place, and like, like again, more than anything, I appreciate, because my darkness will come out and it will just take hold of everything and what I appreciate is that Abraham now like he knows me well enough that he knows how to like 
how to check in with me without me even having to tell him that's one of my needs. Just, I remember like, you know, um, this one time I was just, I really needed someone to hold space for me. And I remember he came up to me because he saw that I was just like, ah. and so he just wrapped his arms around me. He held me. He didn't really say anything. And he just kissed me on the forehead. And it's like, find somebody that can do that. I am super lovey-dovey and I need that affection. Like, I'm just, I am really like, that makes me so happy. Sometimes that makes me happier than words, you know, just that simple touch. Yeah, you know? that's your love language. Definitely. Or so, yeah, love language, thank you for reminding me about that. I, I like totally let that go. But love languages, um, I, I think there's like five or seven. And basically what that love language means is that we all communicate our love in some type of language, whether that be... You communicate your love through working on things in the house, like doing chores together, mm-hmm. cleaning up and stuff like that. You really value that. Or maybe you're the type of person that really your love language is like through gifts, mm-hmm. through like material possessions and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which is not a bad thing. Oh. That's just your love language. And so I really encourage you guys to look into that. I actually don't know what my love language is. I should probably find out. But I just remember that's something that was offered. And so now I'm offering it to you guys. If you, you're curious about what your love language is, just go on Google and type in how to find out my love language. Yeah, because I'm sure you'll notice friends. Some friends like to give you gifts and they might not be emotionally available sometimes. Or, you know, sometimes they're like always there for you emotionally, but like can't help you out, you know, materially or, you know. So I think that's like a, an important thing to kind of know the gist of, to mm-hmm. understand that just because someone isn't showing you affection in the same way that you do doesn't make it any less valid absolutely and that was something that I needed to learn with my boyfriend um and I I did express that with him I was like hey this is what I need I understand that that might not be necessarily you know because you know his parents and stuff like that didn't really show a lot of affection and also he's a Virgo so um, so you know like self-critical like being able to display those emotions like I don't necessarily how he feels about all of that necessarily but you know he's he's done such a he's like come such a long way and like again accepting and embracing like who he is as he is and the same for me like accepting myself embracing myself for who I am and as I am and just how can we complement one another and bring mutually beneficial aspects, both the light and the shadow, onto the table? Because both parts are beautiful and whole, and they make you who you are. Yeah. Take inventory of what you want to work on. Be gentle on yourself about it. Take inventory on what you are looking for in a friend. on And take inventory on what friends are fulfilling that in and the relationships in your life that are not fulfilling that and examine that and then take the initiative to go ahead and change that shit so this is just a really great time to just take stock of what you got going on you got this you got this and i definitely believe honesty is the best policy and it starts with you if you can learn to be more honest about what it is that you want in your life no matter how scary that might feel it can be the best decision that you make because everything will change based on that. Absolutely. I love you guys. 24 24 24 24 24 24 24 24